Welcome, everybody, to the Digital Nomad Experts podcast by Beach Commute. Today, you've got Jeff and Marissa, and we're going to talk about something that we love to talk about, and we talk about every single day. <laughs> it's why job boards, remote job boards specifically, suck. It's one of those things where it's, it's kind of why we do what we do, but it's also one of those things where it's like there's a wrong out there in the world that I feel like needs to get set right. It's one of those, one of my favorite, like, gives me a chip on my shoulder, gives me this fuel, <laughs> gives me this passion to fix a wrong. Anyways, yeah, we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about why remote job boards suck. It's not going to be fully ranty. We're going to give you specific reasons that you need to watch out for. And so you realize what's happening when you look at these remote job boards. And then we'll give you some tips on how to work around that. So before we cue <laughs> <cue> rant, <laughs> not fully, before we cue rant. Before Marissa, we cue passion. <laughs> check in, yeah. Let's, let's check in with you. Um, yeah, I love your passion about this topic, Jeff. So yeah, the quick check-in. I am in Costa Rica. I've been here, I don't even know how long. I feel maybe six or seven weeks, but also three or four years <laughs> in Costa Rica time, which I love. I have had a bunch of nomad friends come down here and just live in the slow life, still just living with the high tides, the low tides, the sun, the moon, the sets, all the things, and just going to sleep early, waking up early, being outside and barefoot all the time and lots of sunshine. So I am, you can see like pretty, I don't know if you can actually see the ocean in the background with the light, but it's, it's behind yeah, me. Yeah, it's kind of, some pretty, kind pretty of plants. Back, backlit, so you can't, you can't see A little backlit, much, but, but it's there. I I've see it, it when I look this way. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I am just happy here. I am really thinking I want to spend a lot more. I'm slowing down as we've talked mm-hmm. on with, with the travels all over the world that I've been doing the last eight years and really just feeling into Costa Rica at the moment. So I think maybe spend some, some more time here this year, but that's where I'm at. What about you? Nice. Yeah, I'm into my third week here in Buenos Aires. Shockingly, I've only got a week left. It's just... Uh, wow. Yeah, I know. It's that weird time dilation of traveling. So we've been yeah going to a few different restaurants, been going to check out some of the sites, walk the markets, for me, discovering a new city is walking. It's just aim in a yeah. direction and just see where it takes you. Not a real destination or a general destination of mine. You just kind of get lost. So that's kind of been like the after hours and the, the weekend kind of thing. It's, it's been nice, though we've got a swarm of mosquitoes. There's It's all over oh. the news. They're everywhere. It's like you walk down the street <laughs> really? and chase Is it them. unusual? See, yeah. See people I hope, swatting them. I don't remember any mosquitoes when I was day. in Buenos Aires. It's a very Is there a reason thing. for it? Is it like a weird weather they pattern had a, or something? I don't they know. had a rain and then they had heat. And apparently this breed of mosquito all hatches at the exact same time. <laughs> huh. It's like it's like triggered. So they're all, just the other day, I was like, what is going on? I was just getting my coffee. And I was like, pterodactyls everywhere like i was like a pin <laughs> sure enough yeah is it, it just for like a couple days or does it go away when they die <laughs> so i don't know and that's a couple weeks maybe i don't know but yeah we were thinking so, about creating a second group chat for skeeter alerts <laughs> just because <it's, laughs> everyone's staying everyone's staying inside it's so bad nobody's going outside it's like it's wild that's wild i know it's it's oh, some i'm sorry bad. that sucks it's unusual yeah yeah, yeah know. whatever <laughs> Anyways, that's uh, yeah, that's that's Buenos Aires at the moment. The real, the real life. Sometimes that's it's great. It. Sometimes there's mosquitoes. You just never know. <laughs> that's what we're battling over here. Yeah. <laughs> so let's let's get into it. We, we've got a lot to talk about. We've got a number of, of bullet points that we kind of want to run you through 
just so that you're aware of why we're having this conversation and you know what to look for when you're looking for a yeah. fully remote job. So let's go into bullet point number one. And this is this is yeah. actually, that's fake listings. A lot of these listings that you see on fully remote job boards, take your pick, LinkedIn, FlexJobs, any of those remote job boards, a lot of t- what you're going to see are fake listings. And this was actually something, Marissa, that you found recently and shared yeah. the statistic. I hadn't even seen it before. But I, yeah. I, if I remember right, it was like 50% of all listings yeah. for remote jobs are actually fake. So what does that mean when yeah. we say they're fake? Yeah. So this goes for regular job boards in addition to remote job boards. And it's really frustrating because imagine you are... You learn about nomad life, you go to look for the remote jobs, you find the remote job boards, you get really excited, and you see all these jobs that you think might be great. And then you learn that you go to apply and they're not actually real jobs. So you might think, well, what what are they, right? Why are they listed there? So a lot of times recruiters will actually post fake jobs that look appealing that a lot of people would want to apply to because they get their contact information and then they can email you about other jobs and other things that they have that they want. So it's almost like a phishing scam to get your contact information. So I sent an email to our list the other day, which if you wanna get on, it's beachcommute.com slash email if you wanna to get any of these emails from us. But I sent an email out with a a picture of a stat that I came across that said 50% of listings on job boards are not real, which is so frustrating. And just to sort of hammer this point home, I might've given this example on another recent podcast that we did, but I was actually looking for, I have a client that I was looking for, for specifically for remote jobs that I knew that would be good for her. I had an email from LinkedIn that literally sent me an email directly. I wasn't even looking for it. It it sent me. So this is what LinkedIn is literally pulling from. And it had this most perfect remote travel job, you know, 100% travel friendly, exactly what was great. So actually it was like 6 a.m. in the morning, Costa Rica time. So I sent it to someone on our team and I was like, by the way, I think this looks great. If you have time today, like will you check it out and and verify it? Because I know that jobs can be fake. But I was like, this looks amazing. They have so many jobs listed. It'd be great. Like we'll find her a job here. And they literally, you know, said on our team, she wrote back to me and said like, sorry to break it to you, but like this company doesn't exist. I've searched on Glassdoor. I've looked at all these places. The name doesn't match this. Like it's it's not real. And they have like 15 awesome jobs posted. Hmm. So the point of that, we tell you this not to scare you, not to harm you, but to be mindful that when you're looking on remote job boards, it's really important before you waste your time filling out applications and going through the process and submitting your resume to double check, like look at the company name, look on search on Glassdoor to see if it's real, if it has any reviews from other employees, see if you can find their website. Does it match the job board that you're looking at? Does it match the description? Because the the role that I was looking at, like it didn't match with that company, but it said the company would even do, you know? So anyway, it's like the same way there's fake news on social media. There are fake postings on job boards and we'll talk about some ways to, that we can help you with that in a little bit. But the short of it is if you want to do the hard work yourself, make sure you research, not just the jobs that you're, you know, it feels like it would be enough just to search the job boards and find the jobs. Like that takes enough time, but then it's really important to actually fact check that these companies exist and are who they say they are. I mean, isn't that, that's got to be illegal on some level, right? It is. It's fraud, isn't it? 
It seems like it should be, to but some level. like re- remote job boards are like again. LinkedIn is a very official company. They were the ones who yeah. sent me that email with it. They're not, you know, they're not fact checking it, and it's the same sort of, you know, if you think about all of the the news with Facebook and Instagram and all the fake news, like people have, I don't know, they can they are posting whatever they want, and people, you know, it's it's a big argument now. Like, is it Facebook's responsibility to? you know, Mm -hmm. filter through that and make sure things are real and they're trying to do a better job at that. But I think it's the same thing here where, you know, LinkedIn or other remote job boards, any, any job board, they're just sort of a middleman. And it's, it's, it's probably, you know, from their point of view, I would guess the responsibility of the companies posting it to, to do the verification and be legitimate. They're just paying or putting their jobs on there is, you know, it's kind of like the middleman. So I don't think they're responsible. So it's, it's kind of like nobody, nobody's checking. It's, it's just not top priority of, of all the fraud in the world, but it should be illegal. And definitely people are getting away with it. I think one of the problems here is that this is, and something the audience needs to understand is this concept of a remote job board is fairly new. I mean, they've been around yeah. a while, but in the grand scheme of things, it's like, a flash this has not existed for a very long time so in those instances with emerging things products it's like kind of the wild wild west there's no yeah good system for regulation so you have to yeah. it's, it's very much like buyer beware you you don't really know what's yeah. going on because it's chaos right now it is absolutely <laughs> chaos there's it remote is. job boards popping up left and right there's yeah. just these thousands just uh, myriad listings on all of these job boards and it feels too good to be true and that's one of the things where yeah. people look at these job boards and think oh my god so much opportunity you can see it but it's a mirage yeah. because half of it's fake yeah. some a lot of them for yeah. other reasons we're going to talk about very brief very shortly here are questionable questionable <laughs> yeah. tactics and things that they're doing yeah with that i've got i've got nothing <laughs> additional to add i think you covered that one really nicely the second yeah. one is is a huge one. It's it's one of the main reasons that we exist as a company here at Beach Commute, and it's that most of these jobs, or maybe not most, but a good portion of them, are not actually fully remote. And when I say fully remote, I mean they won't let you travel the world. They've got very strict restrictions yeah. on what they define as being remote. So by their definition. It could be you are remote within a certain county, meaning you can work from home. Yeah. You're remote within a state yeah. or you're remote within, most often, the United States, right? Or Canada. Yeah. It, like a lot of these listings are coming from North America that have these types of restrictions that, that we've seen. Or so, Europe or Australia, anywhere, sure. but sort of confined to whatever country that company is posting from. For whatever reason, like you might be thinking, well, why would they do that? Well, they... They're probably worried about where they're incorporated and, oh, what if they're, I don't have as much control if they're working from another place or I don't want them working from different time zones. So they just kind of sneak that in there. You've seen this before. It's like fine print at the very, very bottom. Like you'll put it on there. You'll, you'll put your filter on so it's fully remote. It's not, right? I mean, yeah. do you have anything to add to that? I have a lot to add to it. I like to think of okay. it like <laughs> when you go to search for <laughs> just like our brains. When when you go to search for remote, it's it like you said, it's sort of the mirage where it's like, oh my gosh, there's a million remote jobs. And if your dream is to travel the world and live as a digital nomad and work from any other, you know, any country you want for a year or for six months or pop around to different countries the way that Jeff and Diego and I do, 
it seems like, yes, I've hit the jackpot. I found all these remote jobs, but really they should be labeled work from home jobs and they're, they're not, mm-hmm. they're labeled as remote. So I wish that we could kind of separate all these jobs as work from home and work from anywhere is sort of the way that I, I like to phrase it. So when we say fully remote, we mean work from anywhere and we mean anywhere in the world. So again, I'm in Costa Rica right now, Jeff's in Argentina, Diego's in Romania or Germany or somewhere he's heading to Bali. Like we really mean, (laughs) yeah, you know, Sid on our team, you know, we've got some team members, you know, in the Philippines right now, we've got someone, you know, video editors in Egypt, we love you. Uh So, you know, we've got people all over the world doing everything. And that's what we mean by work from anywhere. And there are a lot of companies who are now doing this. And Jeff, you and I talked a little bit about the analogy with, you know, taxis and Ubers, right? Where it's just a lot of companies aren't on board yet, whereas, you know, taxis were old school and they were, you know, in certain places and in counties and you had to use them. And when Uber started happening, you know, people tried to fight it, but everyone wanted to take, you know, Uber's more convenient in many ways. You can pay right through your phone, you can get it in a second, you know when it's coming. And so there was a shift to it, even there was a lot of resistance. So right now, I think that we're sort of in that middle ground where companies are still trying to, even if they are remote, they're keeping you in the same state or country, even though people are really wanting that freedom to go everywhere and not everyone has it yet. So there are the Ubers, there are the work from anywheres of the world, which is what we focus on, which we help you find, we'll talk about in a second. But a lot of companies, I would say the, the reason you, you might think, well, if I can work from home, why can't I work from anywhere? It's the same if I work from my laptop from my house in California or Idaho or Montana or wherever you are, Georgia, versus work from anywhere. But as you slightly mentioned, Jeff, about where companies are incorporated, a lot of companies are worried about tax implications. They're just not educated, I would say, about how it necessarily works. And rather than give you the flexibility to say, I'll figure out, I'll, you know, I'll manage the taxes or I won't stay in a place long enough to be taxed or you can get a digital nomad visa where your company isn't responsibility. Like there's so many ways that companies are old school and they're not familiar. And so they'd rather say, I don't want to take chances. Like we're paying taxes in this state, you know, where you say that you live and they don't know what to do when you're traveling all over the world if they're not educated on it. So they just say like, no. Keep it simple. So yeah, yeah, they just keep it simple. So again, the biggest problem that we see here is if if you want to travel the world while you're working and you're searching these job boards and you're seeing remote, 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 it's really remote work from home, if, if, any, if it's even that, and not giving you the permission to travel. So any other thoughts there? It kind of irks me because it is a bait and switch. Even I mean, even yeah. if the intentions are, oh, you know, we just want to be safe for the company, you're baiting and switching yeah. people. And you're leading them into the interview process to the point where they, they move up so far that you drop that bomb on them at the end when they're already invested. And they're like, yeah. oh, well, I guess I might as well go with it because I've already got two feet in the door. And then there you are working from your yeah. home office and you're stuck there for another couple of years or whatever. You know, so it's, uh, yeah, I, I'd say it is really, really important to, as you're reading through these job listings, read them thoroughly because it's usually somewhere near the bottom and it's intentionally <laughs> obscure and, and hidden a little yeah. bit. Or it's even in the job application on the website. It might take a couple clicks to even get to finding yeah. what they actually mean by remote, but it takes work. It's not just yeah. automatic. You set that filter, yeah. the filter doesn't mean that you're traveling no. the world or even the United States or even out of your county, you know? So that's, it's kind of an annoying thing, but it's also why we do exactly what we do and how we help you listeners. 
So with that, I think, as Jeff said, like with each of these, it takes, there are ways to get around it, but it just takes a lot of work, right? So with the first way, when we're saying they're fake listings, you have to go one step further and research the company that it's saying it's posted from, research if it really exists, search on Glassdoor, right? So for this one, if you're looking and it says, you know, it says fully remote or remote, you're not sure if it's work from home or from anywhere, as Jeff said, you might have to click through to that actual, you might have to Google the company's website and see if they have, most companies that really do let you travel will say it on their careers page or on their home page and say, our, you know, our, our employees work all over, we don't care where you are, work from anywhere you want, versus if you don't see anything like that or it says, you know, must work remote, but must work from a certain state. So it just takes one step further of research before you waste your time applying. So let's go to number three. Number three is the company doesn't have a remote culture. And because of that, there's a potential for return to office. So there's a little bit to unpack here. We we find and try to hook people up with job listings with companies that have a remote culture. And what a remote culture means is they, they pride themselves on everything that we embrace at Beach Commute, which is empowering people to work wherever in the world they want, as long as they get their job done. Like they have a very like merit-based, value-based idea of running a company where they say, okay, you know, you might actually work better as an employee if you're empowered to travel wherever you want in the world. So we're going to let you do that rather than limiting <laughs> people to a certain location. And that's, and when I say culture, I mean, that's like embodied in everything they believe as a company. It's not a yeah. side effect of the pandemic where they're like, oh yeah, yeah, we're, we're remote until we're not, which is what we're seeing now. And we're seeing a lot of return to office policies putting into, putting into, into place recently. That's, something that you need to be aware of and one of the ways to to get through that i think we should i honestly i think we need to talk about what we're what we're doing to help people find these jobs because it's it's work really and this is kind of the work that we're doing to to help our subscribers find actual fully remote jobs we we do the stuff that we talked about before we eliminate all fake listings we look through them all and just we're pretty good at it at this point. We know what to look for. We know it's real. We know it's not real. And a lot of it is going through and actually researching the companies, which we do for every one of these job listings that we send out to the audience. We look through the company and be like, all right, this is a legit company. They've got decent glass door reviews. They're a real company, which is crazy that we even have to talk about that. <laughs> we find out if they actually are fully remote by, like we talked yeah. about, reading through the entire application or the entire job list, rather, going to their website and then finding out, are they a remote culture type of company? So I'm going to, I'm going to give it to you, but I I do want to add that all of this, there's not a trick to this other than hard work. Like there's no (laughs) trick to this other than going through this job of finding these companies like through that process. So with that, I think to add to that remote company culture, as we're searching the website for this one to see, like we look for phrases on their website that that I kind of mentioned earlier, which say like, we're so excited for you to work from anywhere. We give you a stipend to find a co-working space in any country in the world. Our employees are traveling all over. Like if people, 
if, if companies have that remote full first culture and really from a nomadic perspective that let you move around, they're going to say it. They're going to let you know. And so as Jeff said, it's, it's not rocket science, but it does take a lot of research, a lot of time, a lot of reading, a lot of hard work, and just looking at a lot of websites. It's like a research project instead of just you know, simply hitting apply to a job. So if you're curious, we do send these out. We have a membership where we send this every single day. But if you want to just see what it's about, go to beachcommute.com slash nomad jobs, and we'll send you five remote companies that are hiring today with active listings. So we update this if you're no matter when you're listening to this, we update these five companies, you know, every day to make sure that they are actively hiring right now so that you can start to get a feel to see, like we provide a little description and the email. It's really well done, but we have a team of people who work for us here at Beach Commute that we have trained and who are experts as well, who just do this hard work, right? They take the hours, they search through everything. We write up descriptions that explain like, here's what the company is, here's what they do, here's the remote policies, here's some fun remote things they have going on. So we do that. So if you're curious, check out beachcommute.com slash nomadjobs if you want to see five remote companies, what they're like, who they are, and the types of jobs that they're hiring for today. And as Jeff said, it's it's not rocket science, but it does take, like we have a team of people who do this full time so that you don't have to, because it really is time consuming, which leads us nicely into our next one, which is number four, is is if you kind of stack these three things that we talked about, which is the fake listings is number one, you know, not work from anywhere work versus work from home. So not fully remote is number two. They're not really that remote culture is, is number three. Like you want companies who really, live and breathe that it's okay to do this. It makes all the difference in the world because if you don't, you're gonna feel out of place and uncomfortable and bad and like you shouldn't be doing what you're doing. So number four is with these job boards, Why in our theme of why job boards suck, is it's just really hard to find legitimate remote posting. So again, stacking these, these next three, just kind of the broad number four, is that if you go onto, it's just really hard to find what you're looking for. It might be one, in a thousand jobs, you know, if you're scrolling through those first, you know, a job board might have 10,000 jobs listed, but it takes like, I don't have the exact stat. Actually, I do. There's something that said, I take it back. It's something yeah, like 5%, 5% of all jobs are remote. So that could be work from home. So if you think about all the jobs that are posted on job boards, only 5% are work from home remote or remote in some sort of sense. And only 1% of jobs are remote like give you permission to travel so if you go to these remote job boards they've done the hard work to kind of give you at least probably work from home or some sort of hybrid role but even within those it's still a small percentage that really truly let you travel and it's just yeah it's, it's hard to find them so that's why we do what we do and we have a team of people who know the companies who are remote who search through these and look and it's not to discourage you because they absolutely do exist and we should say that i want to give a little uplifting point as well we have thousands of people in our community and jeff and i have been traveling for you know eight plus years or so at this point with tons of people who work for fully remote companies or have permission to be remote for companies, you know, whatever the situation is. So it's absolutely possible. We wouldn't be running this beach commute. We wouldn't be doing what we do if it wasn't possible. We just want to make it easier for you and let you know why you might be frustrated if you've been looking a long time and you're feeling like, I can't find these jobs. Where do they exist? I keep applying. They're not actually remote. I got this job, but they won't actually let me travel. 
So it's possible, but instead of wasting your time applying to the wrong jobs, we want to help you find legitimate ones. So anything to add to number four there? Yeah, it's a good point. They do exist. I mean, they're out there. That's why <laughs> they we, do. Find them, we find them and we send them. Yes. It's just it's just finding a needle in a haystack. And, yeah. and it didn't used to be this way. Like I was saying before, this is so new. This is kind of the wild, wild west of hiring at this point. And I think the pandemic changed everything. You know, like the yeah. way companies think about hiring, the way they think about their job listings, the way they think about capturing data from people. Everybody's just trying to adapt to this new this new yeah. situation. And some people, they're kind of diverging into three paths. The first path is people are embracing fully remote culture, and that's their company motto. That's, yeah. that's how they live. And then you've got people that are like, well, it's kind of cheaper, and I, I see the value <laughs> in it from a company perspective, not necessarily an employee perspective, but as a side right. bonus, it makes them a little bit happy. So, yeah, they go in that direction. It's not it's not ideal because you're not sure you know if they're gonna go back on that or not, but you know it's a step in the right direction. And then you've got people that are return hard in return to office old schoolers yeah. that are just are kind of dinosaurs and they're not going to adapt until it becomes a serious problem. Yeah. But in general, I do see things while it is chaotic and we are helping. I do things I see things moving up and to the right. I think the tide is moving things into the right direction. For people, yeah. listeners like you, who are looking to live this type of lifestyle. But we're going to have to navigate really tricky waters for a little while. Yeah, I like that. I do think there's a lot of hope that companies are going to find that people want freedom, right? And you've talked at length about the companies will argue they're more effective in person, they're more creative in person, they're more collaborative in person. But we've seen a, re- a lot of research that says that's not necessarily true. And I think that a lot of the top tier employees are going to want the freedom to be anywhere. And that's going to cause them to sort of change back and say, we'd rather have top talent than make people come to an office. But it is sort of this in-between time, you know, we're a couple of years past, past the start of COVID anyway, right? Where it's like everyone left, everyone saw you could go remote, people are being pulled back. And now it's sort of this in-between of like, I, I had the freedom, now it's taken away, now I want it again. So it's, it's sort of in that middle mm-hmm. place where hopefully... You know, more and more companies really, truly will give those work from anywhere permissions. But right now, it's still a little tricky to find, which is teenage years just doesn't know where it is. Exactly. Exactly. Which is why we love to find those like fully remote cultures that truly are boasting about the freedom, that care about the freedom, Mm -hmm. that live and breathe that freedom in their culture the same way we do. And we're sharing those with you and we love, they exist and we love to find them. And maybe they're companies you've never thought of or heard of. And they're, they're really cool. And I said this before, but if you think about the type of company who really is prioritizing this freedom and employees in this way when they don't have to, that's going to be a great company to work for. It's going to be a great culture to work for. It's going to be people who also value mm-hmm. freedom. And, you know, I think I would say at Beach Community, our number one value is, is freedom, right? Freedom to be anywhere you want. So that's number four. And number five, to bring us home of why <laughs> why job boards suck and, and what to do about it. But the fifth one is just that they really waste your time. All in all, you know, if, again, if you stack the last four reasons we talk about, it comes down to it. You can spend hours and hours, like you, maybe you've already got a full-time job, but you're looking for something new. I've worked, you know, as a career coach for uh, many, many years now, close to a decade. And I know that when I work with clients, you know, even before we started Beach Commute and I would ask them to, you know, go look for jobs or, you know, we, you know what you want, you're getting clear and now you have to go search for it. 
it's a full-time job. It takes hours, you know, I would say one to two hours every day for my clients after work to search for the job board, search for the companies they like, search for these things. And nobody wants to do that. And I don't blame anyone, right? It's a half-time job of to- on top of your full-time job. And if you've ever been unemployed, you know that a job search really can be a full-time job to find the job openings, find the listings, find the companies you want. So that's why, you know, when you look at all of these, the, the last four items that we talked about where you're finding fake jobs, they're not fully remote, it's not a remote culture, it's hard to find it, you're just going to end up wasting so much of your time. So as Jeff said, it, it's not rocket science. You can do it. You can do it yourself. It just takes a lot of hours. So if you're willing to put that time in, now you know what to look out for, what you know, what to avoid, what to research so that you know you're, if you do you know, take the time to apply to jobs, you're doing the right thing. But that can take you you know, 10 to 12 hours every week of research, really and truly, if, if you want to get a remote job. Or again, like this is why we exist and what we do. We have a team of people who do that for you and cut through the noise just to send those fully remote companies with active job postings now. And even then, you'll still want to search through and say, oh, I like that company. This one doesn't quite, you know, that one doesn't excite me. Oh, but tomorrow's like that, that one does, right? So we send these out each week. We send them to our premium members every single day. And it's just a great way to get exposed. So instead of searching thousands and thousands of useless jobs through everything, you kind of get just like the best of the best that day that come to you. And maybe you love it that day. Maybe it's so-so the next day for you. And then you find one you really love the next day. And you can actually take your time and reach out to people at those companies, you know, network. I know people hate that word, but talk to real humans, like get beyond just submitting an application to a stranger. That's a topic for another day, but we love to help you cut through the noise of, of all of these. But at least now, if you do want to take the time to do it yourself, you know what to look out for. One of the problems here with this point number five, wasting your time, is you can go yeah. home and be like, I got to get out. of I got to get out of this place. I need to, yeah. I need to travel and you see the world. I need freedom. Mostly need freedom. Yeah. And you spend three hours and looking through, oh, my God, I've got all these opportunities and then just have your soul ripped out when you go through three hours <laughs> and you don't find one job that actually yeah. does all the things that we just went through. They let you travel. It has yeah. the right salary. It's real. You just waste so much of your time just finding the jobs. And it didn't used to be that yeah. way. You used to be able to easily find jobs. And then you'd be able to spend your time, the area that you need to actually spend the time, this thing that you've talked about quite a bit, which is actually networking with the hiring managers, yeah. people at the company, trying to build some sort of relationship with them as opposed to just being another person stacking their CV on a a pile of 300 CVs, right? That's the value time that you're losing by spending all your time just in the first 5% of the hiring process. Everyone just gets stuck at this first wall and just piling up against this first wall and nobody makes it over to the second wall because they don't have time to go through and do all the things that, uh, that we talk about that you need to do to actually get hired. Right. This problem is just it's fool's gold. You go in there thinking that there's so much. And then in reality, you've given your information to to six different recruiters and you're now out three hours and you're discouraged. I don't I don't want to. I don't want to do that. I did that Monday. Now I'm going to do that Tuesday and Wednesday (laughs) and Thursday and Friday and then ruin my weekend. No, I don't want to do that. It sounds terrible. I think that's a really, really important point is that it's it's discouraging, I think is the word you use. It feels defeating. And so if you 
are lucky enough to learn about this lifestyle and know you can work remote, you get really excited and you're like, it's possible. I can do it. It's for me. And then as Jeff said, you spend three hours one day, maybe three hours again the next day. And then you might just feel like I, I give up. I can't find anything. Maybe I'm not qualified. Maybe this isn't for me. Maybe it doesn't really exist. Maybe all these people were lying about nomad life. Maybe everyone on the internet is lying. All the, all the people on Instagram are lying, but it really truly is possible. You just have to either take the time and know where to look or join something like this, where we actually send you fully legitimate remote jobs that we've taken the time. But I think the important part of this is, is know what to look out for, know that it does exist. And it's, as Jeff said, it's like fool's gold. You kind of have to like sift through everything to find that, that needle in the haystack. And, and we help you do that as well. So again, even if you just want to get on our, we have a, a list for free, Check out just five jobs to start, and then we send some out weekly, beachcommute.com slash nomadjobs. You can start to get a feel for what I think it's like what we hear from so many beach commuters who do get these emails, whether it's the free or the premium membership, even if you just get like a little taste of it, is that it really just feels like hope to see like, wow, I didn't know these type of companies existed because it's not necessarily what you're seeing on every job board. And it feels really exciting to, to see every week like, wow, like these companies really do exist. Like these companies really do hire fully remote. Like these roles really are cool. I didn't know that you could do that. And a lot of people even find roles and find companies that really excite them that they didn't even know existed. So if you're listening, it's just a great way to, to start to get exposed, start to get some inspiration, remind yourself, that it's real, that it really is possible. Mm-hmm. You really can do it. We promise. It just takes, yeah, getting exposed to, to the right ones and not wasting your time with the wrong job. So check out beachcommute.com slash nomadjobs if you want to just get an email right away with those five companies hiring today. And any other last words, Jeff, about why job boards suck or what to do instead. And I just want to say again, like, I love this topic, but Jeff is like maybe the most passionate about <laughs> like righting the wrongs of the world of, of remote jobs and fake listings. And we do this because we are truly so passionate because we know it's possible and we hate that people are scamming anyone and, and helping, you know, making you feel so defeated. So yeah. What are your last words, Jeff? <laughs> right. It's broken. It needs to get fixed, right? <laughs> Something's broken. broken. Need, somebody needs to step in and fix the thing. Also, <laughs> yeah, get on that list. You'll at least, you'll start to get a taste of what some of these companies look like, what some of the roles are that they're hiring and read them, actually read them and, and see what they have yeah. to say. See what these companies have to say about their culture and, and, where their where their values lie, I think that's really important. Yeah. And also, you'll you'll get an email from me. Get an email from Marissa. We'll send you some. We send typically digital nomads stuff as well. On top of that, so we'll talk about yeah the stuff that we're doing, stuff that we're friends doing, some hot locations that people are traveling to right now as digital nomads. Occasionally, like some tips about once you become a digital nomad, like things to watch out for, things to do, things to not do, that kind of stuff. So yeah, yeah it's a handwritten newsletter about our lives about digital nomad stuff about jobs you say hand i think you and i are like writing with a pen and like a feather and a calligraphy (laughs) the calligraphy (laughs) by hand we're typing the the hand hand typing them to you ink block (laughs) yes it's fun but we do send (laughs) exactly handwritten keyboards but we do send like photos of where we are where we're traveling to and i think it's just helpful to see like we're just real regular people we don't have a billion instagram influencer followers that's not what we're out here to do we're just real people working remotely who love it and and love to share this lifestyle with you and help you do it as well so hope to see you there and otherwise we'll be back next week with another fun topic 